This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big 8 tournament champion. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Hold up. We are back on the block once again. The NCAA tournament is about to launch and is going down on tomorrow and will be in effect at the spot. Buffalo Wings and Rings. Come yes. out there. Shout us out. See us. It starts at 10. The shows will be going on throughout the day till the afternoon hours and beyond. Get there early because, again, you have a chance to win some ping pong balls. If you didn't win one yesterday or even if you did win one yesterday, be one of the first 64 people in the door. You get yourself a ping pong ball with a chance to win some great prizes if that team makes the Final Four and even better prizes if that team wins the championship game. Absolutely. Over the next few days, uh, we'll just kind of be breaking it down by region. Uh, We've kind of talked about the brackets, the expectations, who, the possible matchups, some of the possible upsets. But we're going to kind of dig into each team individually and kind of just talk about it, see who they are, um, you know, what's the thought on that, um, you know, where, how far do we think they can go based on what they've done and what they've got going on? Uh, maybe a team that, you know, by numbers, the betting odds are showing one thing, but, mm-hmm. you know, will, will they pan out? So so those, those are some of the things that we'll talk about. Um, but we're going to start on the south. We're going to go in the south region. Obviously, we'll be talking about Alabama. The reason we're going to be talking about Alabama, obviously, is because of Brandon Miller, uh, who is the SEC Player of the Year. Um, they didn't even put him in the running for – uh, the um, All-American team. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, that was probably some political reasons yep. for that. And uh, But the police say that the the uh, projected NBA lottery, lottery pick um, that was involved in the Darius Miles ex-teammate situation um, is, is um, you know, there's nothing really that's coming out of that on a criminal end at this point. No charges um, as he continues to lead Alabama. Now, I will say this. That he's continued to play pretty well, yeah. For him, in spite. I mean, listen. He, there's two things to that. One, you can internalize that Rico and go into a free fall because it's just that's that's a heavy burden to carry. Oh yeah. Or you can use the court as a means by which to, you know, just blow that stuff mm-hmm. out. Like and this is where you're going. This is this, this is, is my your space. escape. Yeah, your escape where you don't have to worry about everything happening outside of these uh, outside of these painted lines. This is where you go to get away from all of that. And that that seems like that's exactly what he's done. Is he's used the court to to get away from all of it and to to express himself, express his feelings, and and probably get out some frustrations. So the key to this, Rico, is Alabama has. Uh, not reached as far as the Elite Eight. That's as far as they've gone. That was back in 2004. Uh, This team has probably the easiest route by way of looking at their bracket. When you just look at it step by step by step, they have the easiest route. Uh, Do they break that record this year by going beyond the Elite Eight? Do they make it to the Final Four? 
Um, your thoughts? I oh, in your bracket? Yeah, do you have it? in my bracket. I I haven't filled it out yet, but I don't yeah. think that they're they have the easiest route. So that's that's the that's the hard part, and that's why it's going to be really confusing for for when I say this. I don't think they make the final four. That's crazy. I don't. I don't, I don't really know why. And I don't know who they would. I, like I said, you know, they have the easiest route. Their their hardest competition is Arizona and Baylor, who are on the opposite sides of the bracket. They won't face them until the Elite Eight. Um, but on their side of the bracket, you know, Maryland, West Virginia would be their their second round opponent. San Diego State of Virginia would be their their um, Sweet Sixteen opponent. So they don't really have that hard. I, I guess Virginia might be the hardest competition that they might face if they get to face the the Cavaliers in the Sweet Sixteen. Um, but for whatever reason, this Alabama team that has shown that they, they are worthy of um, number one overall seeding, um, I don't have that much faith in them for whatever reason. Again, yeah. I, don't have, I don't have a legitimate reason. Like you said, Brandon Miller is, is fantastic. He's an amazing player. But for whatever reason, I, I'm, not, uh, I'm not sold on NATO's squad. Yeah, I, I would venture the same. I, I, I also, as I go down and I look at just the number two, um, we'll be quick on the number two. Um, obviously, Arizona finished uh, four games behind UCLA, end up with a two seed, uh, thanks to uh, beating the Bruins 61 is 59 in, a, in an absolute thriller of a game in the conference championship, which, which pushed him up there. Mm-hmm. With a very weird offensive foul call. Yes, yes, right? Um, this team is ranked fourth in the nation at 80, 83 points uh, per game. Uh, and they're also, by way of Kim Palm's uh, offensive efficiency, ranked fourth. So they're one of those teams that have an offensive prowess. They're also 20th in three-point percentage. But I just don't know defensively if mm-hmm. I trust them on the long run. Uh, I mean, they, they were able to, you know – hold a very explosive UCLA team to 59 points. So that kind of gets them a little, uh, like a half a check mark in the defensive box. But yeah, they haven't really shown that all season. They're very explosive. Arizona, you know, not even if they're they're not a blue blood, they're they're high up there in terms of a prestigious basketball um, pa- basketball academy. So they're usually pretty, pretty, pretty good when it comes to talent. So like I said, they're like you said, they're the two seed in, in this region. Um, they'll, they'll, They'll push Alabama if they can get there. It's going to be really interesting to see um, the Pac-12 champions, see what they can do. Yeah. Um, before I jump to Creighton, I just still want to talk about uh, Baylor. Baylor being the reason I want to just have that discussion with them because in, in 2021 they were the national champions. Mm-hmm. They're looking for their second trip. Uh, they're on the easy, the best side, I think, of the bracket. Um, oh, yes. And uh, they have an all-Big ten, all, all Big 12 guard in Keontae George. I got to also referee that young man as well, both AAU as well as in high school, watching him develop. But also, he's very streaky. So this is, is as far as he goes, as far as how well he's shooting, is as deep as they That's go. How far because Baylor he's goes. only shooting 38% from the field. Mm-hmm. So he takes a lot of bad shots. But sometimes when he, he gets hot and he gets him. rolling, he can be uh, he can be really tough because uh, the other part about them is they're not like the old Baylor teams where they're defensive. That's what I was going to say phenomenal. when they won the national championship. They were one of the, one of if not the best defensive team in the nation. They're not that this year. Yeah. They they like you said streaky. They're one fourth. Yeah, streaky shooter. Uh, if he gets hot, Baylor is going to be a problem for anybody. But that's very dependent on him. Guard play, as you said yesterday, is is pertinent in this NCAA tournament. If he can get going, if both of their guards can get going, Baylor will be carried a long way in this tournament. But if he's off, 
You see, you might see an early exit for the Bears. Absolutely. Let's get down to Creighton because uh, this is uh, our local group that was able to press through. Uh, Creighton comes into the tournament um, with a, a pretty balanced group of, of guys. Now, um, there, there's nothing grandiose about them. There's nothing you know sexy about them. They just all play solid, yeah. play hard. They're not elite. Yeah, at they, one just thing. solid. Yeah, 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 yeah. But obviously, uh, you know, um, Junior uh, Ryan Kalkbrenner leads them. It, Basically, where he goes, especially on the defensive side, foul trouble wise, anything like that, it, it, it depends on pretty much them. So, um, you know, what, what's your thoughts about Creighton's prospect? Creighton's another um, guard dependent. If their guards get going, if they can shoot the three ball well, they're another live by the three, die by the three team. If they shoot well, they will be carried far because Kalkbrenner. Um, will get his touch should get his touches inside. If he doesn't have at very at the very least twelve shot attempts, then they're not feeding him enough. Mm-hmm. He is a fantastic player on the inside. Despite what Derek Walker did to him when he when they played Nebraska, he's a really good player for Creighton. If they can feed him, get him going, it'll open up the three ball. But the problem is they have to knock those shots down. And there have been multiple games this season, which is why they're a, a, a six seed and not you know uh, a possible one or two seed, which they were probably thought to be at the beginning of the season um if that three's not falling they're in trouble yeah 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 absolutely let's let's do this give me your two uh upset alerts for this bracket creighton creighton's an upset alert uh first round against nc state yeah creighton and uh let's let's just okay while we're looking at that as let's break down let's break that down why 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 nc state possibly can clip creighton NC you know, because when you talk about them, one of the things about them is they're an at-large team. Um, they've had just one. Let me see. Let me make sure I'm right. Um, just one quad one victory now. Mm-hmm. So that in itself. But they're a threat. They're a threat because they have all ACC guards, Jarkel Jorner and Turquavian Smith. So that's what we talk about. When you get in the NCAA play, guards. it's guard play. When you get in the NCAA play, it's guard play that wins the day. They, so. they, they're both, again, we're talking about streaky shooters and guards. Both of them are streaky shooters. I think they're both second-team ACC um, in, in their conference. Both averaged around 17 points a game. So if those two get hot and they get going – You've seen Creighton susceptible to, to guard shooting well. Yeah. That's that's what the Big East is really known for. Uh, not really known for. At least this version of the Big East is really known for. Um, Three-point shooting, guards, forwards, getting hot, hitting those threes. That's how Marquette downed them uh, in Omaha, I believe. So um, if NC State, if those two guys can get hot, uh, Creighton's in for, for a problem because they're not going to – they're going to be smart about it. They're not going to to drive into Kalkbrenner and allow him to block those shots. They're going to live on the outside, and it's going to be a three-point barrage yeah. in, in these two teams. Whoever gets hot first will end up winning the game. Well, let's let, let's go ahead since uh, um, that's a good one. I, I, I would venture to say that I think that would be a good uh, upset watch for me too, especially in this bracket. Um, let's move over to the West. The West region. Uh, who is led by Kansas in this region, the defending national champions. The West region is stacked. It's stacked. It's quite stacked. Uh, the, na- the, the defending national champions, uh, obviously, Bill Self was out uh, during the tournament with, you know, I don't know, they had a, he had a heart procedure, they said. So, yeah. You know, at first it was, it was kind of up and down as to whatever it is that he had uh, or the situation. But, um, you know, just two of Kansas's losses have come by single digits. Uh, it's an odd season for them because they're a team, they're a good team that 
would find themselves get on the other ends of blowouts. Mm-hmm. And so you just don't know which Kansas team is going to show up, but how far in this stacked West Conference can Kansas go? They can go. They can win the whole thing. Anybody in the West division, anybody in the West can win the whole thing. It's one of the most wide open. Like we said, it's stacked and it's it's loaded with talent. Um, Kansas, I want to say they'll have the best chance, but look, if they beat Howard, when they get by Howard, Arkansas and Illinois, or Arkansas or Illinois is waiting for them. Yeah, both teams super athletic. Illinois, uh, really good defensively. Arkansas, they live above the rim. Yeah, Kansas is going to be in trouble either way. So. It, it's it's very wide open. They can make the final four. They can lose in the second round. I, I don't really know what to make of this West region and this Kansas team. Depending, they said Bill Self might be back on the sideline. If he's not, is Kansas going to play with more, uh, not enthusiasm, that's not the word I'm looking for. Are, are they going to play with more uh, pep in their step or, or what have you to to uh, make up for you know their coach watching in a hospital bed or from home? Or are they going to play down because they're worried about their coach's health, which everybody's worried about his health, and we, we hope that he makes a full recovery. But um, depending on which, which side of the coin Kansas lands on, um, they're either going to be in a lot of trouble or they are going to be a lot of trouble. Absolutely. Uh, um, quick quick on the at-large bid because I really want to get to Gonzaga, but um, UCLA obviously coming up short in the championship game. Mm-hmm. Um, they have freshman Amari Bailey, highly touted. He averages over 10 points a game. Uh, this team, this UCLA team, only averages, I mean, defensively, they're only giving up 60 points a game. So in that West region, that is a great number to have, being that teams have great scoring abilities on in the West. Um, this could be a great matchup if they are able to get through it where Gonzaga and them can face off in Las Vegas. That could be a tremendous matchup in a raucous West Coast. Just everybody emerges in Vegas and gets it on. Oh, I think that's going to be one of the matchups that everybody's looking forward to. And and it doesn't really matter who, well, unless you're a fan of the teams that they're playing. If you're not a fan of any of the teams they're playing, that's the matchup you want to see. Gonzaga and UCLA, that West Coast West Coast confidence going together in Las Vegas. The the mid-major, uh, you know, almost national champion year after year in Gonzaga. And the blue blood, you know, the 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 godfather of basketball in UCLA. Like that's yeah. that's the matchup everyone wants to see in Sin City. Yeah. The 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 new and the blue. Yep. Um talking about that, Gonzaga comes in as the West Coast champion. Uh Drew Timmy, two time All American. Um he leads uh, Gonzaga with 21 points per game. Julian Strother uh has 15 points per game, shooting 43%. But this team leads the country in Points, scores, points per game. 87.5 That means they're running. They're getting it up and down, and they're shooting 60% (laughs) inside the arc. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. It's crazy. So, uh, obviously, Drew Timmy's been there a long time. This is why I say – 12 years? (laughs) It seems like it. Uh, This is why I say they need to get Breidenbach on some Drew Timmy tape, Mm -hmm. turn him into him if they want to have – like go a long way with the Husker basketball. But – I think I think it could I think they can go probably further than most people expect. They confuse me year after year. Gonzaga, you know, they get a one seed, a two seed, whatever, year after year, and then they'll lose in the Elite Eight for whatever reason. Yeah. Gonzaga Gonzaga is a Big Ten team without being in the Big Ten. Yeah. They'll get all this hype and all of this this everything around them. They'll have all of these amazing players, but they won't win a national championship. They'll yeah. they'll they'll get pretty close. Maybe they'll make a Final Four. Maybe they'll make the National Championship game, but they won't pull through for whatever reason. Mark Few can't get this Gonzaga team to to 
win a national title. It's it's very uh it, they're very hit and miss. So uh, this Gonzaga team, like you said, leads the nation in scoring, shooting sixty percent from inside the three point arc is really going to help. Can they keep that going throughout the tournament? I guess it's time to see. Um, an interesting one I want to talk about is number eight Arkansas at large big came up short, losing to Texas A and M in the SEC uh, tournament, and I think in the semifinal. Um, they ended up collapsing in that game, like mm-hmm. just fell apart. Eric Musselman was quite disappointed in that. Um, they were without Nick Smith for much of the season, uh, but he comes back and scores 12 points uh, in the last six games for this team. Um, but they've made it to the Elite Eight, Rico, mm-hmm. for the last two years. Uh, is, is it another run for them? Is this the team that clips Kansas? Yeah, probably. Probably. I mean, if 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 Gonzaga's not the team that gets it done, then then yeah, I could see it happening. What's your thought about Iona and Rick Patino? I don't know. Is that an is that your upset watch for this bracket? I mean Where's your upset? No, Where's your I like, upset watch? I like UConn way too much. I I I I I haven't seen a single Iona game, so I can't say that I, I dislike or I do like Iona. Rick Patino, Hall of Fame coach. We all know that. But UConn, one of those teams that, that was flirting with number one. I believe they might have gotten a number one at some point this season, but everybody that was number one is lost at some point. So um they've been flirting in the top ten all season. I think that they are are not peaking at the right time because they didn't win the Big East tournament, but they've been getting better week after week. So I, I really like UConn in this side of the bracket. I don't think Iona's going to get that done. Um, my upset watch in this one, it's going to be kind of boring, but it, it's probably VCU over St. Mary's. You know what? And that's what I was going to say. You know, St. Mary's is is kind of been the one that's been kind of challenging Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, I like that call uh, in this bracket as well. Um, but I'm even going to go. Um, Do you think one of that those first four, Arizona State or Nevada, depending on who wins that, can clip TCU? <laughs> that one looks that one looks interesting. That's interesting. That one looks interesting. That's the one that I'm kind of eyeing, but I'm trying to just like say, mm, I'm going to say that's the one. Yeah. I, either one of them. I'm going to say that's the one, I think. They're going to which one would you getting feel some better? rhythm. I would say probably Arizona State. Okay. But but they're both getting a nice rhythm and then they're going to come out and and so they are listen. You know, it's nothing like getting a win, getting some swag, <laughs> and then looking to burst somebody's bubble. I love that about that 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 slot and them getting that game just prior to mm-hmm. just to get. I don't think they go beyond that, but I think that's where I could see it going. So, yes, that's where we are. That's a good start. Uh, we'll get into uh, the East and the Midwest on tomorrow, but we're gonna have our guy Steve Simple. We got him. He's not going to shut up when he comes on the show. He's going to talk a little bit. <laughs> we'll have him next on the block. Steve Simple joining us. 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Stricky and Rico. We'll be right back.